0: All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lowry and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. wealth accelerator podcast we're back with part two guys of the mini-series reaching financial freedom step two of our process it's investment management we got to be making sure we're picking the correct investments for your goals making sure we're diversified correctly making sure we're reallocating correctly with movements in the economy and in the market so with this i want to talk to you guys today about black swan events hunter what the heck is a black swan event i've never even seen a black swan in my life well (laughs) great question here's your answer a black swan event it's an event that's unpredictable it's beyond what is normally expected of a situation and it has potentially very severe consequences so basically extreme rarity severe impact and then after the craziness is happening they are always thought to have been obvious in hindsight so i think it's pretty dang obvious where i'm headed with this (laughs) we're living in a black swan event right now with the coronavirus It's so goofy. I was sitting at lunch the other day with our portfolio analyst, Tim, and we were talking. We were like, yeah, man, remember when we first heard news of some random virus in China? I I remember we were sitting in our conference room doing our weekly um, portfolio update, and we were talking about it. Everyone was like, yeah, did you hear? There's some virus in China or something. We're like, yeah, I heard about it. It felt like it wasn't even a real thing, and it was so far away, you know, one of those things that everyone thought, yeah, we're fine, it'll never get here, it won't touch us, that never happens. Then all of a sudden, world is shut down. I'm working from home, no more office, markets crumbling underneath us, it was just crazy. It came out of nowhere, it came out so fast, nobody saw it coming. But now when you're looking back, it's so easy to be like, yeah, duh, I knew the market would crash with the virus, how could that not have happened? Well, if you ask people that in January, nobody saw it coming. So believe it or not, I'm currently living in a black goat event also. I've been wanting to get some goats for a while. Um, Basically we use them to to heal them. We rope their feet and it helps you so you don't have to practice roping real steers all the time. You don't have to be on your horse. You just chase them and heal their feet and you, you get a really good practice out of it. It's better than just roping the dummy and like I said you don't have to kill your horses every single day to rope cows all the time. So I've been wanting to get a goat and my uncle has a bunch of goats at his house. So we've been talking to him and we had to get a spot set up at our place we have a lot of vinyl fencing so the goats would have been able to just break right through it so we put up some chicken wire all around it so that they can't get their heads through the vinyl fencing and it's a pretty tall fence and put a nice gate in there and they've got their nice little pin right over by where a lot of the horses live so we're finally set up to get some goats so i told you guys we went over to my uncle's house for the fourth of july and we asked him if we could bring some goats home he says yeah sure you can have I think one of them he calls crazy white boy and the other he calls crazy eyes. That should have been my first sign. (laughs) But he's like, yeah, you can take them when you come over. So just bring the horse trailer to the 4th of July dinner and then you can bring your goats home with you. So we drive our horse trailer all the way over to Placerville. We do the whole 4th of July thing. Had a great dinner. And then as we're going home, he's like, all right, go out to the barn. All the goats are in the barn. Let's go get your two goats and load them up. And we go in the barn, there's all these goats that just come walking right up to you. They wanna eat right out of your back pocket. You could pet them, they're like dogs. And then there's two goats that are just giving me the you know, the stink eye and they don't wanna get anywhere near us. And I was like, oh man, those are probably the two goats we gotta get. So we go to get those two goats and they just take off running around the barn. Just so hectic. They were just busting donuts in the barn. You basically had to jump on top of them and tackle them to bring them down. And These aren't little pygmy goats or whatever. These are full-blown like big goats way bigger than I thought They probably weigh a hundred pounds They're huge and they did not want to get in that horse trailer It took me and my buddy Justin Dragging them into the horse trailer and throwing them in there to even get them to go in So it was just a pain in the butt even from the start. So we drive all the way home. We get back. It's like midnight super dark out Justin helps me we back the trailer up all the way to their goat pen and we open the door and they don't want to come out of the trailer. So, oh, great. We got to go back in the trailer. We both grab one and drag them out of the trailer by the horns and, and put them in their pen, give them some food and water. All of a sudden I turn around and <laughs> one of the goats jumps over the entire vinyl fencing right out of the pen. <laughs> this, this goat is like Superman goat. It's absolutely insane. He just, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's half antelope because he just stares at the little gate there. I mean, not little, it's, it's a big tall gate. He just stares at it. He doesn't even need a running start and he just flies right over the thing. So he flies over the first gate, takes off running and Justin and I look at each other like, holy cow, how the heck did this happen? They're, they're, we had thought there was no chance they could get out of this thing. And then he takes off, he jumps over another fence. Now he's in the pen with all the horses. So he's chasing and running around like crazy. The horses are freaking out, chasing him. They're, they're just all running around the pen, Then all of a sudden the ducks come over and they're quack, 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 walking into the pasture, coming to check out what's going on. So we got the the goat chasing the horses, the horses chasing the goat, the ducks walking, chasing everything at midnight. It was just, it was so, so insane. I couldn't believe it. We tried to rope the goat. We couldn't catch him. He's so fast. So finally, I mean, he just jumped over the fence and he was just sitting near his other buddy. He wasn't in the pen, but at least he was sitting down and relaxing. So just are sort of like, ah, oh, whatever. At least he's done. We'll leave some food and water for him and see what happens. Well... I mean, kind of long story short, I guess. <laughs> we now have a rogue goat roaming our property. Sometimes he's in the pen with his other buddies. Sometimes he's hiding underneath the arena deck. Sometimes he's just laying out in the sun doing his thing, but we can't catch the sucker. And he just goes wherever he wants because you can't pen him anywhere. He just jumps over that that next gate and goes wherever he wants. So our black goat event is we supposedly chose the only goat in the entire herd of my uncles that is on steroids and can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Looking back, I should have known. Trying to chase him in the barn—that this was not going to be a good idea. But too late. He's—he's he's out here. We're—I I don't know what's going to happen with him. But I'm—I'm going to do a Facebook Live later about it and talk about my black goat event. So go—go go check out the Wealth Accelerator podcast page to see it. You'll—you'll you'll get a kick out of it. It's so hilarious looking at this thing and and watching him do this. But back to our black swan event. <laughs> that we're going through right now you know it shows us such a good story of exactly what investment management is all about sure you can have a robo investor that just you plug in some information and it picks a risk tolerance for you and gets everything invested or you can just leave all your money in indexes and hold and hope and you can do all these tactics that I try to warn you guys about about constantly you know if you were in an index this year and you were not well diversified only leaving your money in major indexes and then you panicked sold at lows didn't buy back in, man, that that really hurts you. I hope that wasn't something that you did. Or even if you had an advisor that maybe had you overexposed to more risk than you were willing to take on, and those losses you saw kept you up at night. Well, you now have a way better idea of what your appetite for risk really is then. And like I've said on other episodes, it's so easy to just wanna be more and more aggressive when the market's going up and up and up. But then when major pullbacks happen, that's when well-diversified and planned out investment strategies will really rise to the top over holding and hoping or panicking and selling and just acting off emotion. And I've told you guys, I'm not a magician. My accounts were not up 20% when the market was down 30%. But I will tell you what did not happen. I did not allow my clients to act irrationally driven by emotion. I called every single one of them to make sure they knew what was going on and, and knew our game plan that we were going to stick with. We repositioned ourselves and then things rebounded tremendously. And this is not going to be the last pullback that will happen in the market. Shoot, I don't even think it's gonna be the last pullback that will happen in the next 12 months. And if you didn't feel confident and comfortable with your game plan during the Black Swan event that we just went through, then what are you gonna do to change to make sure you're prepared and you feel better the next time we see another pullback? The investment management aspect of this road to personal financial freedom, it's so important. Because it's where we grow your estate. It's where we make you money so that you can do the things you want later in life and down the road and hit all these goals that you have for yourself. But it's not only just about growing and growing and growing. It's just as important to have some protection there and manage things in an intelligent manner so that you can reach all your goals you have set for yourself and not take major, major losses. So when you're ready to get some help and you want to feel more secure about your investment plan and know that you're on track towards reaching your financial goals, whatever those may be for you, then I would love to help you out. You can go to my website at hunterlowry.com and you can schedule a call with me right there. I'll call you. We can chat about all the different goals you have and then go over some strategies on how we can effectively help you reach them. But don't forget to go check out the Wealth Accelerator podcast Facebook page, guys. I'm telling you, you're gonna get a kick out of this black goat event I got going on. It's absolutely hilarious. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to be on the lookout for part three of the six steps towards reaching financial freedom. I'll have that out here shortly. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.